we're back. All right, so now let's move on to follicular, all right? So this is going to be usually around days seven through 14, but I wanna know, I'm not gonna get into it because Cody will kill me because I talk too much. Follicular starts to kind of merge with menstrual a little, but I'm not gonna go there. Follicular is phase number two, okay? Now, what is happening? Your estrogen is starting to rise and is dominant, okay, right now. So your estrogen dominant usually in this phase. Your stamina may be low, but your energy is slowly rising, right? So a little more in depth of what your body is doing. You are becoming estrogen dominant, all right? And so this phase can have the most of like length variation because I know we're gonna get the people that are like, oh, mine's blah, blah, blah. This phase can have some wiggle room, okay? So how you may be feeling is towards the end of this phase, you should start to feel more confident, more lively. You're gonna feel your energy start to kind of really heighten, okay? Because your body is getting ready for ovulation. Now again, really quick, workouts here, hit boxing, strength, training, swimming, running mindset. This is gonna be your brainstorming, planning era. Try new things, socialize. This is like your confidence boost, get creative. Activities, learn a new skill, adventurous date night and girls night out, family game night, things like that. And then foods to eat, flaxseed, avocado, um, make sure you're using olive oil, zucchini, leafy green vegetables, etc. Okay? All right, anything on that? Ladies, if you want a better relationship, you want a dream relationship, you want one of those TikTok relationships, one of those Santorini, Italy, Greece Ooh, relationships, Santorini. flowing, dreamy shit, get your man on the same page, be vocal about it. This is cool. This is fun now. This is what people do when they have success relationships. They're open about what's going on about their bodies, whether their bodies are convulsing this week or if their bodies are going to be cool this week. So get them on the same page, get a calendar, use our resources, check the links in the description here. We have free resources, we have paid stuff, doesn't matter, look through our stuff. We have plenty that can help out, but let your man, let your partner know like, hey, this is where I'm gonna be this next week, this is where I am in my phase. Check the calendar, add it to their Google Calendar, the iPhone calendar, doesn't matter. It will literally help you guys plan your life, plan your date night, plan when you need to stay in bed on a Friday night versus planning on going out to a proper date night on Friday night. Love that. Yeah. Also to you guys, this is really good. I get this question a lot. This is really good for fertility purposes, getting your body ready for fertility, making sure that everything nutrients are, you know, skyrocketing, all of that stuff. But also if you are not trying to get pregnant, right? So tracking and knowing where your body is and what it's doing at each time is very helpful. Okay. Phase three, ovulatory phase. Okay. You guys, this is only a three-day phase, okay? Usually it's day 14 to 17, okay? Now, this is where your estrogen peaks. Testosterone and progesterone rise. So, this is where you're gonna be feeling that sex drive, that confidence, that very bold, creative energy, right? You wanna do a lot of stuff. You can do it all. This is then, okay? Energy is the highest during this phase and you may even experience a boost of confidence, okay? So, how you may be feeling at the beginning, your high levels of testosterone and estrogen are going to make you feel like that social, outgoing person may even feel a little flirty. I added that in there because I just think, why not, right? Um, 
And so biggest thing here is like, when you guys are in this phase, you want to be doing the things that move the needle forward, right? So as far as workouts, get those hard workouts in the hit, the cardio resistance training, circuit training, running, Pilates, all of those mindset. You're in a confident outgoing state. Okay. Super focus. And you guys, believe it or not, I know you're going to think I'm frou-frou in this phase. If everything is balanced and you're, you're going through it after like, you know, a couple months of balancing your energy is magnetic in this phase because your aura is very confident, stable, excited, outgoing. Okay. Um, activities, meet new people, start a new project, explore a new city, experience nature, like all of those life invigorating things. And then foods, um, you can do quinoa, eggs, kale, flax seeds, pumpkin seeds, fruits, just really quick before we move on. Something people get confused on is like, when I say fruits, I mean, I mean berries, right? So raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, um, citrus fruits, papaya. He's going to kill me for this, but mango and pineapple, you guys, they are delicious. And yes, eat them, but do not have an overabundant amount of them because they are very high in sugar. Now, Come on, man. for the that, disclaimer, for all the health freaks. God, sweet juice. That's a flavor. All fruit, you guys, Boom. has sugar. That's the point. That's what we're supposed to be eating instead of the brownies and cookies. Fruit still does curb that sweet tooth. What do I ask you for almost every night? Pomegranate. Yep. Or if we don't have that, apples. Apples, yep. Green apples, right? You can get a whole bag of apples that sprouts for like a couple bucks. Yep. So just make sure you guys are aware of that. Your brownie craving does not mean your body wants a brownie. Just so you guys know. Okay. Anything else on there? Yeah. Uh, sweets for sure are important because you realize when you actually, when you start to shift your palate, when you start to shift your nutrition and everything that, that we do and we coach on and stuff, when you start to shift, you're like, Oh, holy shit. Like we were supposed to eat apples when we want sweets. We were supposed to eat pineapple yeah. if you're craving a sweet. So like, like you guys, I, I'm literally not kidding. After this, he knows I bought two of them yesterday. I'm going to get changed, get on ready. And I'm going to get the package of pomegranates and I'm going to sit here and eat the whole thing. Just like I did last night. You bet your bottom dollar I'm be digging around the fridge tonight for some mango or a pineapple I might have left there last week, because that's that that's God's nectar and you want. He some loves mangoes. You gotta have some every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be better than Krispy Kreme for sure. So, so good. Try out your Krispy Kreme for some pineapple this weekend. For real. Okay, phase number four, luteal phase. Okay, this is days 17 to 28. Right. So, this is when progesterone is being produced it peaks and then it drops. Okay. Now here's what happens. Progesterone is being produced. Then it goes to its highest point. If you are not pregnant, then it's going to immediately drop, right? If you are, it's going to then fertilize right with the egg or help that process. Sorry. And so this phase is a little bit weird you guys because you're coming off of your ovulatory phase where you're like super high energy super confident super like in your sexy flirty but then you're also now entering a phase where everything is now getting ready again to drop because now you're going to go back to menstrual right 
So this phase, you're going to experience like that mix of both. You're going to still kind of lean into that high energy, confident feeling. But now if you're not pregnant, now that progesterone is going from peak level to dropping, which then your energy levels are going to start to fall during this phase as the body is preparing to then have another menstrual cycle bleed and do this whole thing all over again. Okay. So some things with luteal. Um, if the egg released from the ovulatory phase isn't fertilized, your hormone levels begin to decrease, right? And then the menstrual cycle will begin. So how you may be feeling first part of this phase, like I said, mood and energy fairly normal. If pregnancy doesn't occur, AKA that peak, your hormones take a major decline. Okay. And can lead to the lousiest feelings of the month. Because this phase, you guys, leads into menstrual when you're already in that fatigue, moody, etc. But luteal is where it actually happens, okay? And so you're more likely to start to experience those PMS symptoms like, okay, I'm getting my period in five days, in four days, mm -hmm. in six days. And so you're going to feel a little more sensitive, maybe a little more easily agitated, and fatigue, <coughs> fatigue, sleepiness, or grumpiness are super common. Okay, go ahead. And what I feel from this too, when this was when, I think before you got off the pill, maybe yeah, when it was worse, obviously. But when when she when she says, "Hey, I think my period's coming in three days. My period's coming in five days." That's when you have to hold each other accountable, at least, or if you're single or whatever, look in the mirror and hold yourself accountable. And be like, okay. For the next three to five days, I know this is coming. I know my period's coming. I need to get my nutrition right and my habits and routine right now so that I can have a less miserable, a actually more comforting, more smooth and light period. Yeah. From my understanding, at least. Yeah. Something and, that you guys... Until when you can sense that. Like, I, I, because I remember back when you were saying like, oh, it's coming in three days. I'm like, okay, we need to start preparing now. Get your food right. Get the supplies. <laughs> He's like, okay, call 911. <laughs> I'm prepared. So I would start preparing, try to start preparing mentally and physically with the house and, and groceries or whatever and all the supplies as early as possible to give us a better chance of a period. Now, obviously, you know, years later, doing this much smoother, 30 days a month. Uh, but that's probably my, from my perspective, when you hear like, hey, it's coming in three days, get the routine, the habits, and the supplies ready. Yeah, some of you guys, it's like clockwork. Every single time I'm like, okay, I need blueberries, I need grass-fed beef, I need pumpkin seeds, and I need water. And he's like, okay, let's go. And that is when I know I'm like, okay, it's coming. I can feel like a little bit of discomfort. Now, you guys, I don't even, besides because I track it, I don't even feel when I actually get my period. I don't have any real PMS symptoms anymore. And so I know in, when I start to have those, I'm like, okay, I need blueberries. I need iron. I need to replenish, replenish, replenish. Okay. So just popping off the end here with luteal workouts um low intensity cardio incline walking vinyasa yoga mindset you have very high intuition in this phase um small task driven focus on detail don't do any new big projects because you're going to start entering that very fatigue agitated grumpy kind of phase activities quiet work do things alone create comfort journal Another thing I do, and it's in here, is clean up your room, your living space, organize your bathroom. Like, it's so funny because now that I say it out loud, like, 
probably three days before I had my period this time, I cleaned the whole bathroom. I put all my products up here, cleaned off the area. Like that is just the era that my, my brain is in, right? Makes and then, me very happy, makes me smile, very big, <laughs> ear to ear. Yeah, and then foods, um, caffeine-free herbal teas, sesame seeds, spinach, protein, um, berries, you guys can do dark chocolate. Um, oh, something to note, oh my God, I almost forgot, thank God. During your menstrual, do not drink coffee, do not. It is a diuretic, which means you are already dehydrated when you wake up. Now you're, everything is dropping. Now you're having caffeine, which causes blood sugar, hormone imbalance, more cramps. And it also is a diuretic, which makes you even more dehydrated and makes the cramps so much worse than they have to be. But Francesca, damn it, my Starbucks Frappuccino. What am I going to do? You're not going to drink it, okay? Now, you guys, there's also alternatives, right? Number one, if you're craving something sweet, first thing I would have you try is eat something sour. Guarantee you won't want it. But number two, you, if you want to try to drink coffee, again, do it at your own risk, I told you, then you need to do a coffee that has like, not a latte, not a cappuccino straight coffee, with oat milk and if you're gonna do creamer, dairy-free. Like it has to be the most simple, simple thing ever. In my opinion, you guys, I would just opt for matcha. It is extremely beneficial. It is the highest form of green tea with two different ingredients that are also really good for anti-inflammatory, which help cramps. So that's what I would say. That's just something I wanted to add before we end. But Or if you want to be a savage, just drink some black coffee, like Folgers, that old school, like your grandpa. Do not. Like your grandpa drank right out of the No, can, guys, the can do not. Powder. It's like, it's basically gunpowder. It's so bad, you guys. It's so bad. Do not. But you guys, more than anything, um, I really try like at least the first three days to just drink water. I'm like, just water, just go, 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 go um, with water. So... Liquid IV has changed our life. We drink probably seven a day. We're also not sponsored by Liquid IV. Maybe someday when they accept more affiliates. But yeah, Liquid IV, Body Armor, uh, all those are really, really game changer to get that sodium. Peak hydration, P-I-Q-U-E is really good. Get the good sodium, get the good salt in your veins. Make you more hydrated, help all your systems. Yeah, so you guys, other than that, that's really pretty much it. The biggest thing I want you guys to remember is it matters. Like, it's not just about the food. It's about what you are trying to force. If you are trying to force a new project or a new business during the phases where I said you're brain fogged, fatigued, extremely tired, like that does not make it any better. You will only get more agitated, more stressed. And honestly, some of y'all, I love you, but some of y'all are mean. You are mean on those phases. Mean to your family, mean to your friends, mean to your partner. And I love y'all, but it's not an excuse to just be nasty, okay? Mm -hmm. You are in control of your body. You are in control of your hormones. So stop eating chips and cookies and coffee, and you might just feel and be a little nicer. Mm -hmm. I had to say that because I was someone who used to be nasty. And I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm on my period. 
well, maybe if I took a second to even know what's going on in my own body, I might be able to help myself out and help everybody else. So stop being moody, nasty, little biatch. But now she's a perfect, sweet angel. And fellas, hey, gentlemen, instead of saying, so you come here often? And you're talking at the bar? No one's probably said that since like 1986. But instead of saying, so you come here often? Say, so what phase are you in right now? Like, you feeling like ovulatory? Or you, you know, you're like... Because you if you're in like menstrual or luteal, we're going to have to rain check. Netflix and ovulatory? <laughs> For real, you guys. But the biggest thing is like, know your body. Be in tune with your body. Talk about it. This doesn't have to be a weird conversation, but it is important for both parties if you are in a relationship to understand what's going on, right? Boys, stop calling your girl a bitch or moody or crazy or all these things. And girls, stop being one for no reason. I never called her one name. Never. Ever through In four years, never. Through as many luteal phases we've been through, <laughs> never once did I. So you don't have to either. And you yep. can, so. And one more thing really quick. I'm really done, I swear. You sure? Yes. Is we hear so often like, oh, I hate my ovaries. Oh, my period's horrible. Oh, you don't understand. Like, you don't have a period. Like, especially if you're a guy. And if you are a guy and people say, you don't understand, I want you to respond and say, no, 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 maybe you don't understand your own body and your own hormones. Because being that debilitating is not normal. It's common, but it's not normal. And on this podcast and in what we do, just because something is common doesn't make it normal. And so I just wanted to leave you guys with that. Yes, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Call Her Dermatologist. Not her <laughs> You can call her daddy too if you got some money. <laughs> if you got some money, call him up and get his money. Uh, and call a dermatologist too. Anyways, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this. Thank you for trusting us with some of your ears, some of your time. Be sure to like this, share it, give us a seven-star review, whatever the big podcaster people say. <laughs> and uh, check the link, actually, or the links in the description. Check out our profiles, website, whatever. We have free resources. We have paid stuff, too. We have some Black Friday stuff coming up. If you're listening to this, it is November, so you know the holidays madness is starting, and we're here for it. That's right. Way. So... Appreciate you. Love you. God bless you and yours. Go be great and go focus on your phases this next week. Love y'all. Bye. Peace.